Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Alala Show Season 3 Mix Number 16. 18. 18. What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the Halala Show, ladies and gentlemen. It's- we got a big announcement, by the way. Yes. Okay. So it's coming up. Okay. We've got a mini meet and greet and online podcast recording on yeah. Saturday. That's June 4. It's going to start at 11. Right at the peak of sunlight. Dude. Yes. And hopefully it doesn't rain, too. because Mm-mm. So we don't know what weather we want, really. We want it to be in the middle. A little overcast with, with shades of sunny. Yeah, is how definitely. I describe it. But yeah, either way, we do have a covered area there. So we're just going to literally we're just going to record our podcast. But we do want your input. So please, please, please send in your Leche fan mail, whatever it may be, whatever you want. You can just send them over. Yeah. And then if you if you know some people would pass by to buy shirts and stuff and to buy coffee, then we would want to, you know, let them sit beside us and maybe interview them for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Not that- a long time. It's really just like a one time shoot and mm-hmm. then you can leave. Yeah. So you can hear your voice on yeah, the podcast. It's okay. at 11 a.m. once again at 1C Coffee, which is located at 6 San Francisco Street, Capitolio. Okay, don't put it into ways because it's the old address. So 6 yeah. San Francisco Street, 11 a.m. You don't have to buy anything to, to join. Some people messaged me and said, hey, do I need a ticket or something? No, just drop by. Uh, if you want to buy coffee. You should have said shirt, yes. You, know? <laughs> you should have said it's 1,200, dude. <laughs> I have a specific uh, number. <laughs> yeah, but please send in, as Erika said, your Leche fan mail. You can do that via the email, show at gmail.com, or you can just send us a DM on Instagram, or you can join us live there and uh, speak in our microphones. So, yep. yeah, we'll see you there. Okay, this Saturday, June 4, 11 a.m., 1C Coffee. Okay, welcome to the Halali Show. For any first-timers there, you're also welcome to join, but let us tell you about this podcast. What's up, everybody? It is hosted by award-winning. Award-winning. <laughs> it's KBT, JC and Reed. Golden Dove <laughs> <laughs> nominees. <laughs> oh, wait, you're a Golden Dove winner. No, nominee oh you are a winner no no not as a host but okay. the show that i hosted yeah, but right. either way um it's jc and rika and we start by uh talking about our lives which is called where you been mm-hmm. and after that we have our tt the tts are the trending topics you can jump to those using the timestamps in the uh podcast mix description wherever you're listening to this on uh but we're talking about an ube fiesta that is Ooh. not in the Philippines, by the way. It's an international uh, well, Ube Fiesta. If you think about it, it's always Ube Fiesta here because yeah. we have Ube all year round. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also talking about the Mona Lisa. Something happened to the Mona Lisa, the actual painting, the famous yeah. Mona Lisa. Somebody, de- uh, somebody vandalized it with a, uh, with, with a sweet treat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's a pastry. It's a pastry. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. a pastry. Yeah. You, anyway, we'll talk about it later on. And then the the hot news in, in online now is about Moira de la Torre and her husband, uh, see Jason Hernandez, have announced a uh, their split after three years of marriage. We'll give you more details on that. Sad news right there. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, we're going to talk about that. And then um, do we have Adiba? We, well, we were going to well, talk about the vape thing, the like the vape flavor ban, but I couldn't find any documentation, yeah. like mod, like not modern, but any current ones. But maybe I could just talk about that on uh, where you've been. Just maybe it's past. not important. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe it's not going to happen. But let's okay. start with <laughs> where are you been, Rika G? Where, where are you been this week, friend? Where I been? Where are you well, been? Oh, my gosh. Where did I go? Well, last Saturday, I got a little drunk. Okay. Side note, it was not little. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I lied. I'm sorry. I'm so, I don't know. I was, I was not informed that alcohol had that effect oh, shit. on you. Okay. Damn, man. So, okay. Damn. So <laughs> I thought it was like a, you know, like a tea that you kind of sip. Okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. But it started in, it started in Otto, which is in Poblacion. So it was just at first because we were, you know, we were waiting for our party of seven. Um, it started out with a couple of drinks. So we ordered shots and it's called ABC. I don't know if I, if I've got a new one before. An ABC? Or like, did I, yeah, did I let you taste an ABC? I, but I anyway, so. what does that mean? They have a shot called ABC in Otto and it's, it has like, um, Bacardi and uh, what's, what's the letter stand for something? Is, yeah, is I think the, the letter Bacardi? stands for. Yeah, I think the letter stands for the alcohol that they put it in. So ab- put absinthe, in. absinthe, no. definitely absinthe, Bacardi, and that I don't remember. It's probably Cuervo. Cuervo? I, I don't know. Probably, I'm not sure because I think it's their own mix. But okay. it does taste like Shit. I don't even. I can't. <laughs> no, you know what? It tastes more like absinthe. But the effect on you, it's like, you know, you won't forgive yourself the next day. It's like you. okay, that (laughs) cocktail, that drink reminds you of your age every single minute of the day. I hear you clapping your hands. That's how I know it's you will feel it. You will feel it (laughs) as a 29 year old. That is not the drink for you. (laughs) But I drank it because I kind of felt like it um, last Saturday. And then after that, I had like a gin cocktail. Um, and then after that, I had another gin cocktail. And then after that, I don't remember what happened. I probably <laughs> okay. had another gin cocktail because you know how I'm not, I can't drink, you know, like sweet drinks. I can just only, I can only drink pure alcohol and some water. So yeah. that's what I did the whole night. And I didn't eat while I was drinking. Oh no. So that's, yeah. That's I bad news bears right there. I know. Ryan was like, Dude, you were so trying. He was laughing at me because I kept bumping cars that are parked. What? And I'm like, yeah, it's the, the cars are parked with your body. With my body. Oh, okay. I thought you were driving. I didn't drive. I didn't drive. Cars. No, <laughs> don't cars. drink and drive, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then I was like bumping my body onto cars that oh, are parked. No. I know. But we did go the last location because you know how when you're in Poblacion, you kind of, you know, it's fun to like bar hop. Yeah. Um. So after Otto, we went to Boogie. 
We went to Boogie. Yeah. And they play like really nice music there. At that point, I was I can still remember what I was doing, but I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to speak for myself. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think I can still remember what I was doing. But anyway, after that, we went to Cartel, which was just a block away. Mm-hmm. Um at that point, I kind of regretted the two gin sodas because the cartel was like at the t- like the place that we wanted to go to, which was like Dr. Wine or something. It was at the top. It was like at the rooftop. So I needed to climb some stairs. Oh, okay, it's like, it's like that not- one place. Apartment. Yes, exactly. I hate going up there. <laughs> but you know what? Last Saturday, it was full. It was Apartment? full. Apartment? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's always that place is popular. Yeah, it is. But anyway, after that, I was just not, you know, the, you know, <laughs> people had to like tell me you need to go home. And that's yeah. what I did. Okay. But it was a really fun night. Um, the next day actually was a Sunday and I just went out with my family, uh, went to dinner at like a Chinese restaurant. But you know what? There's this because there's this new wing at SM North Edsa and um, in that wing, you can like rent those i don't know how you call it it's like a scooter but with a chair it's like an electric scooter with a chair like what so old people can, use yeah like what old people use mm, definitely like, like or exactly over, or that like one. overweight white guys in walmart yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah, actually yeah. reminded of the scene in wally because Wa- that's what oh yeah they, remember yeah, yeah, all, all the all the fat people in the yes um, exactly <laughs> the TV screens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like an attraction there so that's what we did the whole okay. time <laughs> i know it was it was it was weird but yeah that's what we did the whole time um friday was a work day i believe if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. no saturday actually at the same time i took at the uh, in the morning i mean I took my IELTS exam. Finally, it was it's a, right. It's an English exam. And I don't know. Okay. So after the exam, I heard some people say, oh my gosh, it was so, so hard. Like, feeling and stuff like that. And I was thinking, okay, what am I feeling about the exam? And after a day, after thinking about it, I felt challenged, but I did not feel like I struggled. Did but you get the results already? Not yet. It takes ah. like 13 days. So, okay. Um, yeah. So that's what I felt about the English test because it's really more like logic than grammar and memorization and stuff like that. Oh, that's good. I hate grammar. Yeah. It's really more like if you listen well to a passage, if you read properly, mm. if you write properly, like actual, you know. What kind of question? I mean, like, were there fill in the blanks or no? Yes. So the oh, listening were... test, yeah, the listening test was like a fill in the blanks type of thing. Not all of it, but but yeah, you kind of have to listen to the, especially the first part, like the first ever, like first sentence of the passage when they mm-hmm. read it out loud. Because my mistake was, I thought I had to listen to like the third or fourth sentence, like the body of the passage. Mm-hmm. But no, like usually on the paper, the first question, the answer to the first question would be on the first part of the passage. That's usually how it is. Uh, wait, how did like you, you wait? How did the listening work? Did you have your own headphones or? Yeah, no, they provided their own headphones. Oh. They're very sure. They, it's like a it's like a Bluetooth. But, but where is it? Where does it play from? Like, how do you play it? Like it's like the, transmitted an, from the from their device or something. Oh, so you cannot go back to a question once it passes. No, no, uh, they play it once and then that's it. 
Damn, so, that's yeah. rough, man. It is. It's very challenging, honestly. <laughs> what if you don't hear the question properly? Well, I'm sorry. Damn. That's it. That's it, dude. That's whack. <laughs> I know. And then, well, with the reading part, it's the same thing. Like the first question, usually it's at the first part of the paragraph. The second question would be at the lower part. The third, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, kind of, kind of. It's kind of like they they give you all of the answers, but they make it hard for you to to find to it. locate yeah to locate it the answers I yeah exactly it. I get it I get it and then with the writing it's really more about yourself like what especially because you know I took up some free classes for all of the tests because they're speaking reading listening and writing I took classes but I quickly realized that it's really even if you practice okay it's fine I feel like it would you know be advantageous if you practice but sometimes, even if you practice, nobody would tell you if it's right or wrong. Yeah. Especially with speaking and with writing. How is the speaking? Who who did you talk to? Oh, I had like an examiner ask me questions about like, it was the most basic thing. Mm-hmm. I like it was, they gave me the most basic questions because I know that I was graded. I was like stuttering. Oh no. Podcast. But you know what? No, 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 no. But you know what? I was, I'm actually a little bit confident about my speaking exam because before the exam, I was really trying to psych myself up that this is just going to be a normal, you know, conversation. It, it should be conversational because without it being conversational, then they won't, you know, they can't assess how you talk in, in English. Yeah. 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 What so kind of, wait, just, give me a sample. Uh, oh, like, question. like, tell me about your work. So I just oh. said that, Oh, I own and operate a right. cop. Like uh, most of the time you can't, answer with a one sentence it okay. needs to be because they need to assess how you talk so for you to show how much you know like your vocabulary and your grammar and stuff like for you to show that you have that skill then you would need to talk so it wasn't any like it wasn't like a random question that that you wouldn't know the answer to no no, no not really um mm-hmm. i think it's rare but it happens but sometimes it's really more like, remember when we auditioned for RX? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if they did it to you, but for me, they asked me, oh, you know, talk about your fashion. Talk um, about things you wear. And uh, even yeah. if you think it's an easy question, it's kind of hard to answer because, because you know, you don't really think about those things. Yeah, like, your fashion? I wear Crocs and shorts. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want to know? <laughs> what do you want to know? And then I rent my suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's kind of like that. So I was just kind of thinking, okay, just simulate that feeling when you were getting interviewed for RX and mm-hmm. just relax and you know what to do. Okay. So that's basically it. Um, nice. I actually had a different day for my speaking exam, which was two days earlier or yeah, or three ah, so days earlier. Well, Aisha, but usually I think they, they usually have it on the same day. It's just that I think they were avoiding people in the same room for a long time, you know, because of yeah. COVID. Is the but grading like A, B, C, D or how does, how do you know how the it's grading is called way? like, well, they have things called like, Band seven. Ah, so like native is like band one or whatever or something uh, like that. Band nine. Or so nine. Like so nine is nine. the highest. Okay. Yes, nine is the highest that you can get. But usually it you know, you're there's really no failing or passing or yeah, yeah it's just a level the exam. Grade, level assessment. Yes, it's an assessment. So it really depends on the institution that you're going to or that that needs 
the IELTS exam. Like for some schools, they only need a six. For some schools, they need a an eight, an eight point five or something like that. Right, so, right. Yeah, it was a, a really different experience because I've I haven't been in an exam setting for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like probably up to seven years. I have I've never I've had I haven't been in an exam setting in seven years, but mm-hmm. it was interesting. Um, I didn't know because the the writing exam, like all of the written stuff, it was for three hours. And I thought, damn, that's such a long time. Three hours. Three hours. But when you're the there, fuck? dude, when you're looking for the answers, <laughs> three hours is not enough, for, dude. For writing? <laughs> how many how many questions did they give you, bro? No, because there's listening and then there's reading. Ah, okay, okay, and then okay. there's, like, I thought that writing. just the writing section was three hours. That's bananas. No, no, like the written parts. I mean, uh, and then the speaking exam was like less than 20 minutes, dude. Yeah, I'd figure I figured it would be. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. That's, at 20 minutes, you can assess someone's like conversation. Yeah, exactly. Skills. But you know what? I got nervous because the people around me were nervous. So I was like, <laughs> damn, I'm how, how many were you there? <laughs> no, you know what? My um, my seatmate, because there's only two people per table. Okay. My seatmate, while she, while he was writing his paragraph yeah uh, for the writing part um he was gesturing a lot of stuff like he was hitting his head his forehead and like trying to i i think what he was doing was he was trying to verbalize what he wanted to say which i think sometimes it works honestly i, I, I feel like I, I feel like i feel like i do i feel like i tap my forehead when i take tests yeah, yeah, and I, I, I get it. I get it. Like I did. I'll start doing that in my head. I was just really focused at my exam that I didn't even notice. I only noticed it like after the exam, and I was like, I think my seatmate was a little nervous, but mm. either way, I'm sure he did well. <laughs> I and then, yeah, dude, it was like it was a different experience. So. I kind of want to just take that. How much is it? I kind of want to just take it it's, to see if I can. If I can get a good score, <laughs> it's not as expensive. If you look, if you compare it to other English tests, it's 12K. actually not as expensive. 12K, 12K according to Google. It is 12K. Oh, okay. Yeah. 12K. I feel like my weakest, because I'm so bad at grammar, but mm. you said there's not much grammar. So maybe I can. No, no, no. When it comes to the writing part, like when you write your own paragraph, obviously you need grammar, like good grammar for that one. Oh, fuck. But it's not the only thing that they assess. They need you to have complex ideas, complex sentences. You use the, the you know, like you use words like hence or like hence for yeah. like, although to connect two ideas that you mm. have. Unbeknownst, so, Anna? Unbeknownst. Unbeknownst. Unbeknownst? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. Um, I also went to 59 um, Flower Cafe, which is in Makati. Oh, I, I told you that already. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. That yeah, was um, that's honestly, my whole week was just about IELTS because I was so nervous. Were there Are there um, sample IELTS tests that you can take for free? A lot, dude. There are a lot. Mm. Like sometimes you don't even need to, to pay for a class or something. Really? Yeah, that's what I did. I, you know, I know a lot of people who also self-studied. Look at all the. I'm, I'm looking at a sample test. There question. are a lot, dude. Oh, by the way, after our uh, after my exam, Ryan and I ate at mm-hmm. Mr. Rockefeller, which was the restaurant that Hazel and I ate in like a couple of months ago. 
Mm-hmm. But um, we ate in Mr. Rockefeller and I love the food. Okay. They have barbecue and like they have steak and stuff. But interestingly enough, we had oysters. Oysters. Like oysters. Not the fresh ones though. Because oh, the, the, the one with yeah, cheese on just, it? Yeah. We're just not used to the fresh ones, but mm. we ate the one with cheese on it. But I really, really like their sides there. Specifically, um, what do you call this? Cream corn, corn cream? No, cream, cream corn. corn, cream yeah. corn, cream corn. Yeah, dude. Mm. Um, and then that's it. Finn. That's all you did. Me. Okay, cool. Uh, the first thing I gotta say is I watched Top Gun Maverick last week. That movie Ooh, is so fucking good. Mm. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> that movie's so good, man. Top Gun Maverick. You got to watch Really? Even if you didn't, and a question a lot of people might have is, oh, I never watched the original Top Gun. Do I need to watch it? No, you don't. I think it would just add to the the experience if you did. Okay. You don't really need to watch it to enjoy it. It's just a fucking awesome, like, action (laughs) movie. It's good, man. Top Gun Maverick. I highly recommend it. You know what? I've seen seen a lot of, or I've been seeing a lot of content about Air, okay. What do you call that? What Air type Force? of movie? Air Force or air stuff. like 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 airplanes? Like airplanes and like people flying airplanes. Uh, like like fight like combat jet. Yeah, movies. on on TikTok, I've been seeing a lot of people posting about it. And it's got to be like, the number one combat jet movie yeah. out there. Like I can't think of but one. But then again, better. there's really not a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about like right. modern day ones, probably not that many. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could make a case for. Like sci-fi ones, if you want. I mean, if you count those, like Star Wars yeah. or Independence Day, uh, and then there's World War II, which is a different era. So like Pearl Harbor, yeah, Red Tails. But Pearl Harbor is good. I enjoyed Pearl Harbor. People yeah, hated that same. movie. I thought it was a very good movie. Why? It's a good movie. It's a good it has movie. Everything right? in it. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got uh, Josh Hartnett and Kate Beckinsale <laughs> yeah. and and, and uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, dude. Doing like hot all guy st- and hot girl shit. All the stuff that you all the want. stuff. Uh, so yeah, Top Gun Maverick, man. If you can watch it in IMAX, if you can swing that budget, because IMAX is IMAX is six ninety. I didn't get to watch it in IMAX, but I kind of want to rewatch it in IMAX. IMAX and Mega Mall six hundred ninety pesos, man. The hell? What the fuck? Uh, but I really want to rewatch it in IMAX. And then I've been watching uh, Stranger Things. I'm on episode three. Or episode four now. Just about to start episode four. The latest it's season. It's really not something that I'm compelled to watch. I don't Wait, know. I why. thought you were into it the first season, no? Uh, I was. I was. Okay. But you stopped after I, season one. I don't one know. Yeah. After after season one, it's kind of like a, a Game of Thrones situation. Right. After season one, I was kind of confused and tired. Ah. So it wasn't lighthearted. Okay. So this is yeah. your... Oh, but you feel you feel the same way about Game of Thrones then, right? Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I hate Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of that show. Season I, I had the season one uh, feels as you did. But Stranger Things, I've been a fan since it came out. And season four is out. And... I, I don't want to, you know, maybe it's recency bias, but I think it's better than season two. I think season it, for me it goes like season one and three were like pretty good. And then two was not that great. But four is looking like it might be one of the better seasons, might even be the best one so far. Oh, we'll okay. See. So, yeah, go watch that. Uh, those are like the big things that I've been watching on the screen. I know Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan uh, 
Kenobi. Do you know who that is? <laughs> I feel like Who's... I'm throwing. You know Obi Wan Kenobi. I know Star Wars. Okay, you know it's the good. See, you know, you know, you know. no, because <laughs> just in case you didn't know, man. Oh yeah. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show uh, premiered also. I think the same day as Stranger a show. Day. Yeah, it's a TV show on Disney Plus. Oh wow! And it stars the same guy, Ewan McGregor. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but that's probably going to be next on my list after uh, Stranger Things. Uh, other than that, I don't think I watched anything big this week. I went to Cavite yesterday for a gig. I have a gig. I saw Cavite, which actually is going to be three separate days. So yesterday was the first shoot day. I have another one on Friday and then mm-hmm. one more on Sunday. So Damn, it's going to be a work or week Monday, for rather, us, dude. Monday. Uh, yeah. And so yesterday's shoot involved going around because so Cavite is known as like the flag capital or whatever of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we visited the the marker of the the marker of the battle of Alapan, which mm-hmm. I found out, you know, because I didn't study history. Yeah, here. it's like here. history. Yeah. So so Alapan, wait, right, wait a where, minute, though. But are you interested in our history? Because, you know, actually, yeah. Because there I think there are moments it. in our history, like there are, you know, like some facts mm-hmm. in our history. That's just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They had a whole. OK, so the the marker of Alapan was pretty cool. Just the history behind it. But the the, the real highlight for me was going to the uh, Emilio Aguinaldo Shrine. Have you been there? I feel like you've told me that you've been there. Or, no, you haven't. No, I think oh, I've told. No, I don't think so. Oh, that place is awesome. I've been to Jose Rizal's home. Okay. So the Emilia Aguinaldo shrine is like the house where he stayed in. And you can actually see like the, the window where he declared Philippine independence. Yeah. And mm-hmm. underneath the house, they they built like a museum where you can see all the stories and they have it in English and in Filipino. If you want to read oh, it really? there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's cool, man. And uh, yeah, they, they, you can see some artifacts. I didn't know that he had his own like bowling lane. Like he had a bowling lane. That's pretty. No cool. way. But, yeah, man. Wait, For is real? that like an addition or I, was I that don't, even I, before? I did not read the wording on the thing in front there, but there, I, I, it looks old. You know, like those old bowling, like from the okay. early like 1900s. They had that. Okay. Shit. It was cool. Um, uh, okay. So it's not like. You know, like a modern. No, 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 no. It's not a like modern. Like you thing. can't bowl there right now. Uh, no, you can't. You can't bowl there. Okay. And if you were to bowl there, like there's no pizza place near. No, 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 no. There's no milkshakes. There, there's no billiard tables. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Emilia Aguinaldo Shrine, really cool. And the house itself, I mean, I'm sure it's been restored a few times, but mm-hmm. you can, it's got that, you know, that old school feel, rustic feel, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And then after that, because uh, the 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 video that we're shooting, it's it's peg is like food and history, like hand in hand in a, okay. in a sense. So that was like the history aspect of it, and then the food aspect. We went to this place called Calle Real, which is in Tanzan, uh, Cavite. It's one of like the older restaurants. I think it was established in 1920 or something. Was it not like rainy? It was. It only rained at night, thankfully. Okay. And this was on. Tuesday no this yeah this was on Tuesday so I don't know if anyone who lives in Cavite can vouch for me it, it only rained in the evening and we were done with the shoot by that time so it was, it was uh I guess it was luck but yeah Calia Real have you been there no is it um a restaurant it's a restaurant yeah it's an old, okay. old it's restaurant it kind of sounds like a restaurant okay. yeah 
And, and we tried there because they're, like I said, they're, they were trying to highlight heritage food. So mm-hmm. there was something there called calandracas. Have you ever okay. had that? And it's what's, so, it, what's it? It's a what's mix in of, it? yeah. So calandracas, you can't really define the ingredients in it because each area has their own version of calandracas, mm-hmm. which I guess is kind of like when you think about adobo, right? Like kapampangan adobo versus, I don't mm-hmm. know, like bicol adobo. I'm not sure. But the origins of calandraca is so interesting. Like it came from like funerals. So there was this thing called a calandra. See, I, I'm just reading. I just, I'm just getting this oh, yeah. from the script. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a thing called calandra at, that was like placed in funeral homes for people who couldn't afford like a, a casket or whatever, yeah. or like an offering table. And then people who would visit just would just offer crops and shit, uh, vegetables and whatever. And then they would cook it uh, there. And then that's the origin of calandras. So, like, like it can be any vegetable. It can really be as anything. Long as, and, yeah. It so it's kind offering. of like our version of puttanesca, because that's like the idea of puttanesca, right? I don't know what puttanesca is, but I like guess literally what's what's ever in your pantry. Okay, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. So the version that yeah. I got there, it looked like pinak bit, but with like noodles. Like the, mm-hmm. it, it had. Oh damn! Yeah. It had a. Uh, was it good? Eggpl- it was good. It was okay. Really good. Okay, was then really if it's. Good. Good. I mean, hello. I'm surprised. So I, I think if you're going to go to Cavite on a food trip, I think it would be cool to see where you can find different calandracas around the area. So anyone from Cavite maybe can clarify that for me because we didn't really expound that much on it during the shoot. Um, but it was. We had a food historian jo- join us, mm. by the way. You might, you might know him, but I'm sure maybe one of the Leche fans have seen or read his work before his name is uh oh shit <laughs> no 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 uh, his stuff up for failure there my his friend. name is Ige 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 Ramos Ige Ramos his name is Ige Ramos cool uh, guy man cool guy uh he he was the one that kind of read the parts of the script that involved mm-hmm. the historical part so after Calle Real we went to this place called I don't know the name god damn I'm like the worst Karenderia uh, Nitita A or something like okay. that. And we tried something called bacalao. Bacalao. Have you had bacalao? Yes, I've had bacalao. Yeah, the fish, right? Actually, fish. yes, it's the yeah. fish. And I remember one Christmas before I tasted it in like a friend's house mm-hmm. and then going home. And then when I went home, I asked my mom to cook bacalao. Yeah. And she was like, I, but I do know that's an expensive fish. I don't know the price point, but I think it's expensive. It's good. It it, it looks like. I mean, a, I'm not saying it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's good, man. It's great. Uh, we ate it with pandesal, and then mm-hmm. then they had it with rice too. Had sago at kulaman, which I think is one of the pairings for that. Really mm-hmm. good. So Cavite. I, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I think that's one of the things about Philippine food in general. Like it's good everywhere, but sometimes you you don't really. If you don't go, you don't actually get to experience it. And yeah. Cavite is not that far from Metro Manila. You know what I realized, right? though? Because it's, well, especially for people living in Manila or mm. Laguna, because it's so near you, even though it's, okay, even though it's not actually near you, but it's just right there. Mm-hmm. People don't really think about going. There yeah. And I if think you're from Manila or Laguna. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, I think one of the things that I need to open my mind to nowadays, not besides mm-hmm. that, besides the proximity is like, I have to look into the historical aspect of it. Uh, and I right. know it sounds a little bit corny because it's, it was part of the shoot, but so see, Ramos, he was talking to me about the, like the anthropological 
aspect of food. And, okay. you know, so there's like, there's a study of food, like gastronomy, right? So when you look at like the history of food, you can like date it back to, you know, when, you know, how it was created, the, the inspirations and shit that, you know, mm-hmm. that made it what it is today. And I think that gives you like a deeper appreciation of what you're eating and it just makes it more interesting. I, I think that's like the bottom line of what they were trying to convey in the episode. Right. And I, I think so going to a place now, instead of Googling like best dishes to eat and then just leaving it at that. Once you find the like the best dishes in, for example, Papanga, Sisig, right, is one of the best ones. But do you know why mm-hmm. Sisig? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sig is the most popular in Yeah, Kampanga. that's the interesting I think part. you should look into that. And I think that's yeah. what I'm going to do like moving forward. So yeah, that, that was my trip to Quezon. I still have a few more shoot days, as I mentioned. They're putting me up a day before for the next two days. So I'm excited. Okay. So I'm going to be going tomorrow to the Nurture Spa in Cavite. I don't, know, I don't know where that is. Nurture Spa, never been there. And then on the weekend, on Sunday, they're going to put me up in Escala Hotel. Which I oh, hear damn. is very, which I hear is very nice. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. it's one of, one of the more pricey um, uh, places in Tagaytay because Tagaytay is part of Cavite, pala. I didn't know. Yes, that. it is. I it did is. not know I that. Think, yeah, I, I think didn't know that. Is. I thought it was a completely oh, Esca- different place. Remember, Escala is the kind of like the yung parang when you enter, you can go down. Yung parang pababa siya. Pababa ng Tagaytay. Na, Hindi pa babasa na parang yung setup ng buong... It's kind of like like stairs. Tignan mo, I search uh, mo. Yeah, I, I looked at... If you go Google Escala... Para siyang stairs. It has... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, search for it. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably post some stories when I'm there on um, Sunday. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much my week. Uh, fi- oh, just Finn, but I want to talk real quick. The vape, the vape ban thing that we were discussing mm-hmm. earlier, they what already thing, implemented it. By the way, like the oh, flavor, okay. yeah. So i i was I, I read up on it a little bit. Uh, apparently, like the people who, so any vapors out there might be able to relate to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the there are like certain vape governing bodies or groups, and they they I think they authored like a bill that they want to propose that they propose, but it hasn't passed yet. But one of the things that they were trying to uh, highlight was that they wanted to take away flavored vape because the main their main advocacy is 
making smokers who smoke cigarettes switch to vape because they believe it's the healthier option. But okay. because flavored vapes are available, it appealed to like the youth. Younger. And mm-hmm. it appealed to people who actually didn't smoke cigarettes at all. You know what I mean? So people oh. started taking up the habit of vaping because even even though they didn't smoke cigarettes, and I think that's what they were trying to push against. They wanted only yeah. the cigarette smokers to switch to vaping. But, and that's 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 why they took away the flavored. That vape. kind of make, makes sense. Though. It does. It does. Yeah. 100%. And the only flavors available now are menthol and uh, tobacco, which is like cigarettes mm-hmm. because they're only mm-hmm. trying to target cigarette smokers to convert to vaping. What I just want to share it. <laughs> just a little fun tidbit for you all. Uh, shall we wapow? Wapow. Wapow. Let's talk about the Ube Fiesta. Rika G sent me this. I and know. Something happening where? It's in Germany. Germany. I know. Wait. I lo- oh, there it is. I lost Ube. it. But Ube. yeah. So there's an, there's an Ube Fiesta at St. Augustine Town. Um, in Germany, and then they're going to showcase different food creations with purple yam. So just to let you know, I never call it purple yam, but you that call it is taro. <laughs> I no, I call it ube all the time, even okay. if I see it in other countries. Right, and then I forget that. Oh, okay, maybe you, you know you don't call it ube over there. I love yeah. it when I know that there is a craze with ube right now. Mm. You know, there is. There, I, I never mean, noticed. Not right now, but like in the recent years, mm. people have been there's there's been an oh, ube you know, pandesal and all ube that pandesal, shit. Right, and right, then right. people started making ube croissants mm-hmm. and ice. Well, ice cream was always you know an uh, a thing. Yeah, ube ice cream. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of ube ice cream, but really? if I eat it, if I eat it, I I appreciate it. Okay, I'm what's not. What's your favorite variation of ube then, Halaya? Um, let me think about it. Ube jam. Ube jam. Yeah. Wait, ube jam. What is wait? Ube halaya is it's how you prepare it. I think it's the okay. process. I think so. Okay, so because when I think of ube halaya, it also I feel like you could spread that like a jam, right? Maybe, maybe. Right? But you know what? It's so weird because in our household, we never use ube jam like. A jam, like we don't, we never spread it on toast or on crackers or whatever. Yeah, I never, I never do that either. We just eat it by the spoon. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, who, dude. Who eats it with bread, bro? That's true. Nobody. Nah, nobody does Why? that. I mean, I don't. That. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So it's going to highlight the characteristics of ube that coincide with German. Oh, look at that! That coincide with German sustainability, culinary, and social responsibility values. Yeah, it actually That's says how here, much they love Ube over yeah. there, you guys. It says here in this Phil Star article uh, that mm-hmm. they aim to promote the aware- awareness of Ube as a sustainable, healthy, organic, versatile, and next-trend mm-hmm. product from the Philippines. Next-trend product. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... And it says here, for Filipinos, ube is not just a trend. Filipinos have particularly passed down sweet and savory recipes with ube for generations. Its many forms have been part of Filipino fiesta banquets and special occasions. So it's kind of like like uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, the history of ube. Imagine kind of bringing that uh, to the festival in Germany. I think it would be it would be a great insight into our cultural history yeah. as well and like you know? hopefully hopefully they would also be um more interested mm-hmm. in 
you know, other other um, delicacies that we have here in yeah. the Philippines. But ube is, you know, ube for me is, it's like, it's a fun color, man. Like, you, yeah, it is. I, oh. I feel like it's easy to sell. I mean, sell in the sense that you can convince people to try it because mm-hmm. it's purple. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm actually kind of happy. I'm actually really happy that there's an ube craze right now because finally we're being associated with, you know, I'm not saying that it's bad, but not as aggressive. It's not as aggressive as um uh what do you call this balut? Because right. that's what because you know how you know like yeah. in TV shows and and movies and shows or whatever like mm. it's always the balut that was the forefront of Filipino food. When in yeah. fact, I mean here in the Philippines, yes, we do eat balut, but not that much. Like it's not the thing that we want to be highlighted probably because I do know that there's a shocking factor mm-hmm. when it comes to eating balut. Yes. Yeah. And I appreciate it. Definitely. But sometimes people are also put off with the idea of Filipino food because yeah. that's the, the first thing that we present to people. Right. Yeah. I don't know why that's the, why like, that's may, the, the shock, shock value. Fact. Yes. Right. May shock. Yes. Pala factor, value pala. Yeah, I've, been, I've interviewed a lot of Filipino chefs uh, that is a uh, 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 radio on radio, yeah. right? And they would always tell me the same thing when I asked yeah. them, like, what do we need to push Filipino food f- forward in terms of the on the international scale? And they said, we got to stop pushing fucking b- balut, man. <laughs> you know, and stuff, yeah. and, and even like stuff like I mean, and I love I love dinag- dinaguan. But we can't yeah, be pushing that. Dinuguan mm-hmm. first, I think. I know simply because we have to open like we have to open their mouths first. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, and then later we can give them that. Yeah. You know it, what I it's mean? like you kind of have to ease into the whole yeah. of, you know, the food world. <laughs> yeah, because every country has their weird <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, dude. But when you go to Japan, you know, they'll feed you. Hey, you want some, you know, some sushi, Actually, even sushi. I feel like, I mean, sushi yeah. is now associated with, you know, with Japan, but in the scheme of things, sushi probably mm-hmm. was not, would not have been like Be as popular first. if it wouldn't yeah. have been the first going back in time. It's probably like ramen, yeah, like, like raw fish, like, oh, what? Raw fish? Yeah. But so, usually like people would, would associate Japanese food with like, like what do you tempura, call it? Like, ramen. Tempura, ramen. Or, yeah, so I don't know, even like chicken, um, Karage? Karage, yeah. Karage, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that we have here that really, you know, pancit. Everyone loves noodles. I, I remember right? when, yeah, dude, like pancit. And not just with, not just pancit canton. Mm. It, here in the Philippines, like different parts of the Philippines, we would have mm. their version of their pancit. There's Mickey, Bihon, mm. everything. Yeah. And then I remember when we interviewed Pinoy, um, What's that food blog? Pinoy. Um, no, no, no. The food blog. Oh my gosh, what is happening? See, si Anton Bayon. Or no, is that a different guy? Um, no, I think it's a different guy. See, si Vanjo. Panlasang Pinoy. Ala, Panlasang Pinoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we interviewed Panlasang Pinoy, I think he said, uh, or he preferred, you know, to to let people taste sinigang first. Mm. Honestly, I I kind of I feel like that would also work. Yeah. Um, because you know it's soup, it's heartwarming, especially if and it has meat, it. like cooked meat. It has yeah, you know? meat not, and vegetables. Not, not like an unborn bird. 
fucking you know what i'm saying hey what do you your friend comes over from a different unappetizing way to describe it you want to eat unborn bird bird. you know what they should just they should rename balot in the restaurants ubb unborn bird Um, dalawang oh, order yeah. nga ng UBB. <laughs> you? <laughs> dude, that would be man. Uh, yeah, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, but anyway, just going back to Ube. By the way, just a little bit of more uh, detail as to what the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization is saying about this mm. is that it is actually listed as one of the 39 high potential crops that can contribute to achieving the zero hunger goal. What? Yeah, so I, I guess these 39 high potential crops, it's a list of crops that can end world hunger, I, I'm guessing. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm just, I kind of I mean, get it because it's like context. a carbo. Yeah, it's like an easy carbohydrate source. Mm. And then I do know that it's also easy to plant. Because mm. I remember, because I feel like it's in the same family. I remember when we were taught how to plant and like how to cultivate gabi. Is this because you were in um, UPLD? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I took up, you, you know, the, you like the, the horticulture. Is that what it's called? I, agriculture? Agriculture? What is horticulture? Please is, let is us that from know. Har- is that from Harry Potter? I don't know. <laughs> is that a real thing? <laughs> no, no, that's her, no, thing, no, no, that's herbology. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like Horticult. Professor, Professor, <laughs> Professor Sprout, um, bro, Professor Sprout. Sprout. <laughs> he has ube in his garden, I'm sure, in Hogwarts. Oh, it is horticulture, sure. the art, yeah, of uh, sustainable pr- production. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. probably, probably. Maybe. That's what go. I took up. But <laughs> either way, we were taught how to plant and cultivate um, gabi, which is a root crop, mm. and it's so easy, dude. Like you mm. just pick it up, and then you plant the. <laughs> it's just basta it's so easy okay. and I'm like yeah and I feel like that's probably one of the reasons why it could end world hunger <laughs> be vegetable uh, okay okay I see I see yeah dude and then they can sell it for a really high price because yeah. you know yeah and you study hydroponics hydroponics no but I did um I did attend a seminar that shit is so cool It is cool. Yeah. And you know, right now they have like those hydroponic towers that you can yeah. put in your condo. Yeah, you can have your own little uh, But, garden. You know, if you really think about it, hydroponics, you can make it out of like recycled materials. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because you just need it. Just It's really just water and like mm-hmm. how it fil- the filtration system you use. And I know they have like treated water too. Like yung parang they put like some, some powder in it or something. Like, mm-hmm. Just to better... Um, for the plants, it, like grow the plants. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like it's the same thing with, you know, what I learned with that um, that class that I, that I took in college. Mm. You can't just plant the seed and then just leave it there, and then it'll just be okay. Mm. Like there are some plants where you need to to treat the soil. Right. Like you, it can't just be just the soil. So mm-hmm. sometimes there's like you know like fertilizers. Fertilizers, fertilizers and stuff but not just that because sometimes they put like cornmeal in it or something to make the soil loose yeah it's so weird but yeah they sell those things that you stick in the ground they, they, they're like a it's like a plant medicine looking thing uh-huh. and you stick it in the ground i've seen that before yeah for certain plants mm-hmm. interesting stuff any more things you want to say about the 
Ube Fiesta. That's it, man. Okay, uh, wapow. Speaking of food. Food, food, you food. You know, food was smeared oh, yeah. on the Mona Lisa painting in Great. the Louvre. Is that how you say it? The Louvre. I don't know. The Louvre. The Louvre. The Louvre. Yeah. So there's a 36-year-old man. He was a, he was actually arrested and taken to um, the psychiatric infirmary. Oh, no. According to Paris police. Mm. So they've opened an investigation and um, I think I think he's getting charged for attempt of damaging a cultural par- uh, property. Yeah. But it's so weird because he didn't attempt to do it. Like, he actually did it. Yeah. I guess but then it again, was the glass and it wasn't the actual paper. Oh, but then again, yeah, it, there was a glass on top of it. And maybe that's the reason why he went through with it, knowing that he won't actually ruin the painting. Yeah. So the, the story is that uh, in the videos that were shown about regarding the incident. So this guy, he was in a wig and in a wheelchair, yeah. in a wheelchair. And then he he th- he threw the he threw the cake at the Mona Lisa. And then yeah, later dude. on, he was on foot. So he was uh, he was probably faking. Yeah. Uh, you know what? This is this is probably inspired by one of the oceans. Movies. movies yeah they probably I stole like the so fran- many artworks all right i believe the <laughs> franchise for this inspiration <laughs> like george clooney you gotta stop yeah, inspiring man. people to do this in museums uh a- according to a video that was uh posted by one of the museum attendees when it yeah. happened the guy who vandalized it uh it was heard shouting uh the following but this is translated into english uh, mm. Think of planet Earth. There are people destroying it. So it okay. was, I, I guess, a protest uh, and maybe to bring awareness to you know, yeah. global warming or maybe the just the destruction yeah. of Earth. Which I mean, is- I kind of do see like the, what do you call it? Or I recognize yeah. um, when people do this. Remember in the Cannes, or is that how you say it? Con? Cannes Can- Film, Film Festival? Yeah, the Cannes Film Festival. Wait, when, Cannes Film Festival? Um, was it the Cannes Film Festival where a woman? Um, oh yeah, she took was off naked. her jacket. Yeah, he was. She was naked, but right. she painted her body, and then it says that you know, like she was fighting against, or she was standing up against um, violence, rape, like, yeah, rape violence and violence yeah, in yeah, yeah. Ukraine. So I mean, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I get why these people go on such big stages. So that, but does it know, work though? Do you think? I mean, do you think it works? I don't know, but I think it's a. It gets the conversation started. Okay. I feel like for me, I don't think it's like the. This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this. For example, this guy, right? This 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 Mona Lisa guy. I'm just caught up that he fucking defaced the Mona Lisa. True, and I don't think about. Uh, the you know the planet Earth thing that he was saying, uh, even like and especially uh, because it's so generic. Yeah, even you know like what I mean? st- streakers, you know, like streakers or or people that run on sports arenas and shit. All mm-hmm. all people talk about that was that there was a naked guy on the field. Yeah, and usually they're protesting something. Usually, but then again, like, yeah, I mean, if I think of, if you think about it, yeah, it gets the conversation, but it's not the conversation that you want. Yeah, because usually sometimes yeah. you know people are also put off. By people who stand against something. Let's say, I mean, obviously it is good that, y- you know, you're, you're against rape culture and rape. Yeah. But 
to put it in that way, parang feeling ko the conversation would be on you and not the issue. Yeah, which I think is yeah. it, it 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 uh not negates their their point, but it like you I think it 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 uh what what's the word I'm trying to use? Uh, like I feel like it it doesn't it people will take it not as serious in a sense. Mm. I, because I feel like that will be associated with that cause to some people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I that's just I feel like some people will like for example if it's it's someone who's standing up against uh police violence or whatever so the people who are on the fence about you know should I support the police or not and then they yeah. see this guy doing some weird shit saying you know fuck the police or whatever they'll be like you know what man or I bet all the people who don't like the police they're weirdos like this guy and then they'll they'll True. it goes against their cause I I think I don't think it's the best way to go about it <laughs> weird Weird. Siguro, uh, it's in the extreme side. Yeah. With so, anything, there is an extreme side. So you know. yeah. How did he get a kid? I, I don't know. I, I you know I've been to the Louvre when I was young with my really? mom. Yeah, I went oh. to. The Louvre. But I don't remember the rules about uh, food and whatever mm. in there. So I don't know if you're allowed food in. I mean, I'm sure now they they you know uh, put a hard block on cake, cakes. You know, sir, do you have any? You got a carrot cake? Yeah, yeah. I am so sorry. <laughs> you have any dangerous weapons or cake Cakes. on your person? <laughs> Is that a cupcake? <laughs> you know how like there's like a whole SWAT team when somebody sees a piece of cake? You know I mean? <laughs> just swinging from the ceiling. <laughs> Drop the cake, sir. <laughs> Drop the cake. He has icing. Oh, I shit. repeat, icing. <laughs> Are those... Sir, he's got sprinkles. <laughs> he's got sprinkles in his vest, sir. What do we do? I mean, can you imagine? It's going to be the police uh, report. Yeah, man. <laughs> 10 um, grams of sprinkles. Blueberry icing. <laughs> and one birthday candle. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Oh, That's wait. Uh, How about but, you? I just, I'm just reading some tidbits at the bottom of this article. And... The the Mona Lisa is no stranger to both vandalism and thievery. It was stolen in 1911 by a Louvre employee. Yeah, 1911 oh, by a Louvre employee. Uh, and then it also suffered an acid attack in the 1950s. And maybe that's the reason why they put a, like a bulletproof. In 19, yeah, because of the acid attack in the 50s, that's when they uh, included the bulletproof, bulletproof glass. Mm-hmm. And then in 2009, a woman angrily threw a ceramic cup at the painting, breaking the Why? cup. Painting. I don't know. I don't know. Damn. She didn't have a cake. So she, she <laughs> yeah. threw the cup, man. So, yeah, that's <laughs> anything else you want to say about the that's Mona Lisa? Wapow. All right, let's get on to the hot topic of the day. Uh, Moira de la Torre and her husband Jason Hernandez announced that they will end their three-year marriage after he confessed to being unfaithful on his, if I'm not mistaken, Facebook and Instagram official mm-hmm. pages, which I wasn't surprised by because I remember we didn't talk about it as a TD. Did you hear about this before? I've never actually. I was actually not aware of any problems in their oh, marriage. Because a few weeks ago, maybe a, okay. a month or two ago, Moira deleted all their photos together. Like together. And, yeah. Okay. okay. And, and then so people were speculating on Twitter. You know, how mm-hmm. Twitter, you know, they, like, did you, why did they unfollow or why did the photos go away? 
And then maybe like a day later, Moira posted a uh, Instagram story tagging him and saying like, you know, so it was a, it was, it was something to kind of stop like a the cryptic rumors. post, okay. not even cryptic. It was just like, look, we're not, you know, nothing's ha- nothing's wrong. So after that, people oh, dropped it. Okay. But so then this comes out today. We were recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK, so it was true. So there is a problem. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have the article or you want me to read like the rest? Yeah, of it? go ahead, dude. Okay. So the quote on the article or the quote that Jason posted, I'm not going to read it all, but here's kind of the main thing. It was with a heavy heart that after three years of marriage, we announced that we are parting ways. Though my love for her has always been genuine. A few months ago, I confessed to Moira that I've been unfaithful oh to her during our marriage. I believe that she deserved to know the truth rather than continue down a peaceful but dishonest past. So mm. the few months ago, maybe that was when all that drama occurred on Twitter. Maybe that's when he confessed and that's why she removed maybe. it. Maybe they tried to work it out, but they couldn't. Uh, so, and at the end he says, I take full responsibility and I'm doing my best to be better from the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry yeah. for everyone I hurt, especially Moy. So thoughts yeah, that's this. a hard thing to do. For real, to man. Do it publicly. Yeah, it is. I mean, nobody's, I'm probably, because for me, you know, I don't live under a rock. If you don't mm-hmm. live under a rock, I feel like you don't ask for these things. Like as nope. a consumer, I never really say about, oh, we need an explanation. We want, but for you to voluntarily say that, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, I cheated on my wife. Damn. Yeah. Even my, even my own friends don't do that when they mm-hmm. cheat. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a big, it's a big thing, man. It's a big thing that he did, but also, uh, you know, people obviously are angry at him and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, there has been a. But one I of mean, the- like, why though? Why? What? You know, but, uh, why are people mad mad at him and like attacking him? Well, they're mad at what he did. Uh, I don't think anyone's I actually. I don't think anyone reasonable is mad for yeah him saying what he did, like like admitting to it. I think it's just people are mad about the actual what action, did, right? Yeah. It's just so weird because you know, like maybe maybe people from. People forgot that, you know, like we all make mistakes. I'm not saying that I, that's not bad. It's just that you know, for me, it's not their life to parang going problema feeling ko lang. Mm-hmm. But then again, they are they are public figures. So if they are gonna get some hate for it, it's mm-hmm. probably like expected, right? Yeah. Uh I obviously also- I do disagree with the act. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I didn't know their because I never really, uh, you know, I was never into their relationship. Like I didn't really yeah, look into it or whatever. But they were apparently best friends uh, before, like years. Best friends before. So sad. Sad. Uh, but one of the things that it has sparked online now uh, because mm. of this, uh, the hashtag or I don't know if it was the hashtag, but the the concept of um, divorce. Yes yeah, to divorce is is the trend. That uh, I, I that kind of popped up because of this calls to legalize divorce in the Philippines mm-hmm. lit up social media after this announcement. Ni Moira and uh, I, I mean, I agree. I think it should be legalized. I don't know why it's not. Why? Is yeah, it not? I don't. Why is it not? I don't know. I mean, there is a concept of there are other more important things that you know, like the Congress should, you know, put their mind into. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like it. It's also one of the things that we should have here in the Philippines. Yeah, I, I, I know it's, it's not a, the most important thing, but I think it's a basic, uh, like a basic right that people should have. Don't you think? I mean, for me, that's how I see it. 
Because what if you, you know, because things don't work out sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, even you if, you know, it, like people, people bring up the, you know, people bring up their own experiences being in a, in a family or with the parents that aren't happy with each other. Yeah. Cause sometimes and splitting up traumatic. is the best, is yeah, the better move. Exactly. Uh-huh. Right? And what if there's, you know, physical abuse, sexual abuse. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have that in your, you know, mm-hmm. in your country. Yeah. So, and yeah. a lot of people were affected. Uh, netizens were affected sharing their posts uh, because uh, people actually looked up to them as a couple because they are also very religious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they mm-hmm. you know pledge their love to God as well as to each other. So people are hurt by that because they're like, oh, my God, if it can happen to them, it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of fans are are devastated, and then people are analyzing uh, Moira's old music now and saying, "Wow, this yeah. hits different now that it now yeah. that this happened." That is that's true. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens with I mean, I mean, every Taylor Swift thing, every Taylor and, Swift uh, breakup always. Yeah, basically. look at this song. Look at this song. And, right. And I remember whenever she would write a new song, and it would be a sad love song. People would say, Moira, alam ko masaya ka na, but how come you're hurting us with your music? You know, <laughs> you're married, you're probably happy, but yeah. how come, where can, like, where does this, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. can be, it's probably, or maybe she just writes really nice love, sad songs. So does she? that mean that they cannot get divorced? I think, they I think is that the reason get- why it's trended? They can get annulled, no. right? Annulment? They can get annulled. Yeah. But what is annulled. that? What's the difference again? I'm, I'm, I forget. Like, um, with annulled, because it's kind of like your marriage, your let me marriage it. difference between. Alam ko kasi, um, annulled. It's kind of like your marriage. Yeah, no? your marriage is just like walang parang hindi ka kinasal. Ah, uh, like annulment declares a marriage null and void. Yeah, it's like you know it didn't happen, but with divorce. It's acknowledged that you were married before, but it, but it didn't work. But then you wanted it, but yes. it, then you you ended it. Okay, you but ended is it. Is annulment legal here or no? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. I know, I know some people who who are going through an annulment, who right? Went through an annulment, and I think it's really a legal thing. It's not. Mm. Yeah, you need to have some proof that they. You know, like, I don't know, they used up all of your money or they lied to you. They were adulterers. Like, right, right, you right. need actual proof. Mm. Yeah. With okay, divorce, well, say, I think it's kind of like, it just, you can isn't do, it even just if like there's an no, agreement? Right, right. So you don't. But agreement lang siya, oh, oh. So you don't necessarily, like, so annulment, you need a valid reason. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, and I then, guess, I mean, this in this case, yeah, she has one, right? Yeah. yeah so annulment. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get uh, it. Please tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. Guys. But it kind of makes sense. Like, I mean, at least on the, I'm sure it's it's very basic the way you explained it, but I'm sure there's a deeper legal, there's deeper, yeah. deeper legal ramification, but I kind of see the differentiation now just based mm-hmm. off a of Google search and you. So th- thank you. <laughs> I think, I think you're right though. I feel like, I feel like that makes on sense. On some level, I think. Yeah, maybe. I think so. I, I, I don't know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything uh, else? You know what? Aside from that, it oh, was yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people who also saw the funny side of it, at mm. tagging their boyfriends and tagging their, their um, what do you call it? Like their husbands. Oh, the crying. Somebody compiled, yeah, somebody compiled of all the um, like celebrities 
from their wedding day where they they were all crying and at the same time they all cheated on their wives. Yeah. <laughs> so people were tagging their husbands and like, "Oy, buti na lang nakangiti ka or sumasawa ka or something like that because you're not going to cheat on me." Yeah, I'm actually seeing through <laughs> Facebook. Uh I'm seeing those. <laughs> Is there a hashtag for that or whatever? I don't know. Probably dude. not. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to share about about this? Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, you know. Moira uh, gets through it. I mean, sure. I'm sure she mm-hmm. will. But you know, yeah. best wishes uh, to her. Mm, that's it. Wa pow. Uh, yeah, that's that's the podcast for today. And that's just uh, it, another uh, plug again. This Saturday at 11 a.m. We will post once again on social media. Just more details. But please send us stuff if you can't make it, like if you if you aren't able to make it, but you still want to, you know, participate. Mm-hmm. Please send us stuff to read. Uh, you can send it through email. You can send it through Instagram. Those are probably the two easiest ways for us to reach it. Twitter, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll be able to uh, maybe check not. But, but yeah, like we up. said, um, it's going to start at 11. Fortunately, I do have another gig that was planned like months before mm-hmm. that I couldn't pass on. So I had to leave at like. 215. 215. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh we are gonna sell our shirts there. Um, so if you want to buy our shirts, then it's gonna be available there. Bring some um, extra cash if you want. Bring some extra cash. We're also gonna have like an on-the-day promo on um in one C so that you know there's something special for you guys. Mm-hmm. And then um again, we need you to write a bunch of leche fan mail, okay, yeah. because that's what we're gonna read. If we don't have anything to read on Saturday, then what yeah. are we going to do? Yeah. We'll post it on, face- on the Facebook uh, yeah. group as Facebook. well. So once again, 1C, uh, Dita's a 1C coffee, uh, 6, San Fran- 6 San Francisco Street, mm-hmm. put in ways in Capitolio. See you at 11 a.m. on Saturday, June 4th. Yeah. Okay, uh, extra song, Rika G. Bye-bye. 